Welcome to The Unicorn Entrepreneur, the podcast that teaches women entrepreneurs how to create a business that earns more money. I'm Felicia Allison Bunbury-Brown, attorney, wife, French bulldog mom, beach bum, and owner of a multiple six-figure business. And I'm excited to teach you how to become a unicorn entrepreneur. This podcast is for you if you have a business or want to start a business and want to learn the tricks and tools to get your first client, your first six figures, and so much more than that. If you want more money and more satisfaction, you're in the right place. Pull up your seat. Let's go get them, unicorns. Hey guys, hey unicorn friends, hey beautiful people, welcome. Guys, I'm so happy. I'm actually like recording late Sunday night and Sundays are like my favorite day. They feel like they have magic in them. And I know a lot of people do not like Sundays because the next day is work and it just sort of hit me because the topic today, guys, is creation versus consumption. When you create a life, a business of your dreams, of, of your choosing, of your design, that you're not simply just reacting to, Monday is just as beautiful as Sunday, just as beautiful as Tuesday. Now, for me, I don't know why. Sundays just always have felt magical. I've always loved, I feel a deeper connection with God on Sundays. I generally go to church. I did try a new church today and it's just a slow day where I sort of allow myself to, I have may have one or two things to do such as like go to church and I ran on the Peloton today, treadmill. I have a treadmill and a bike and, but I kind of just go with the day and go with the flow and, and sort of rest and take it easy and, enjoy the small things on Sundays and very much so introspective on Sundays. And I try to be this kind of way that I'm speaking about all days, but just for whatever reason, there's magic on on Sunday. So I'm really happy because I'm recording and it's a Sunday. It's a magical Sunday, guys. (laughs) It's magic. Don't you feel it? So I'm Felicia Allison Bunbury or Fab. I'm the owner of the Fab Law Firm, the Unicorn Entrepreneur Podcast, the Unicorn Entrepreneur Course that's coming out, and welcome to another episode. If you're new, welcome. Check us out on Facebook. We have a private group there. Check out my website, FeliciaAllisonBunbury.com, and let's just get into some things. On today's episode, I'm teaching on creation versus consumption. Guys, I've been thinking really deeply about this notion of fulfillment, this notion of intentionality, this notion of creating, creating the life of our dreams. And when I think of the times in my adult life that I've been the least happy, the least fulfilled, broke, overweight, not happy with my living situation, not happy with the quality of my interpersonal relationships. I was in a very much so survival mode, survival mode. I actually was in a session with my therapist this week and 
she wanted me to go back to a time when I made a decision that ultimately didn't serve me. And what I was able to identify when I was journaling about this time was that I was not in touch or emotionally present with myself. And I was very much so in survival mode, reacting, buffering a lot, not being intentional, you know, not creating. And I think that, you know, I'm going to give you guys, you know, the same topic of excellence, being great, up leveling your mind and getting to that shmoney, that unicorn life. But we have to peel back the onions and there's so many layers, unicorns, there's so many layers. And one of the ways in which we haven't talked about this topic, though we've talked about this topic quite a bit, is are you creating or are you consuming? And let's be clear, there's nothing wrong with consumption if it's intentional and if it's not disproportionate, and if you're otherwise happy with your life. If you're having magical Sundays, <laughs> Mondays and Tuesdays, right? In other words, are you in survival mode or not? So I'm gonna hit you with a quote. Entertainment and distraction is the enemy of creation and learning. They will keep you in mediocrity. The quotes by Benjamin Hardy. Mediocrity is like our enemies here at the Unicorn Entrepreneur. I really, it's so lukewarm. It's so taupe. It's just, it's forgettable. It's not what we're aiming for. Whatever you're choosing to do, let it be from the standpoint of you are using your prefrontal cortex to make decisions that's going to serve you, that your future self is going to be happy with. Okay, that if you are not being intentional, you're not creating, you're not designing your day, your life, your decisions, your goals, then you, that means you're basically letting your inner six-year-old child who's running around with like a scissors, you know, make all the decisions because then you're just making decisions based on how you feel. And feelings are fickle and feelings can change like a, a drop of a dime. That's come, it's so, in, it's so essential. It's so necessary to make decisions using the prefrontal cortex. I'm gonna tell you guys a personal story. So I just bought my first home in February. Uh, we closed and love it. And I went, this particular community that I live in, we went and saw homes maybe a dozen times. And I had a vision, I, you know, I'm a lot of times work from home, especially during the pandemic, that I, I love water, that I'm in Florida, but I'm in central Florida, so I'm not near a beach, but that I need to have a pond either in the front of my home or lake in the front or the back of my home. And the particular community that I live in is just like the homes are going like back then when we were looking, it was going like hot potatoes. And there weren't a lot of, you know, if a home did have a lake in the front or back, it was going even quicker. But I was just like, I had the vision. I was relentless. And I had the realtor show me all the homes in this area that fit that criteria. And there weren't, there just wasn't a lot, maybe one or two in our price point. And then 
ultimately I'm sitting at home recording this and we have a beautiful lake view at the front. And it's just something that I love and it increases the quality of my life. Now, if I were just hmm, in survival mode, just grateful to be getting a house, my first home, just whatever. Okay. We'll take this one and not, nope, clear about my vision, clear about what I want, clear about what would be motivating to me, what would be relaxing to me, what would serve me, what my future self would be most happy with, then I would have settled. And I didn't. And I got exactly, you know, it was the most crazy turn of events because we're looking and the house that we, the house that we wanted in the phase that we want, we're in new construction. So they do phases. They were gone. Like from one day, let's say we went on Monday to Tuesdays, it was gone. There was no more. And I was just pushing and pushing. I just could not take no for the, for an answer. Also, because of COVID, there was going to be an increase of pricing for the homes because a material is hard to get. Like literally a substantial, like basically the homes were no longer available. And if we wanted that same home, they weren't going to start building or it wouldn't be ready till December, this upcoming December. And I would have to pay between twenty dollars and $50,000 more for the same thing. And I just kept pushing and I kept on. And I know I knew that God would not have dropped that in my spirit if it wasn't going to be manifested and it wasn't a, a possibility. And at seven o'clock, then literally the next day, which was going to be October 1st of 2020, that's when the price change was going to go in effect and all of the things. And I, it was not a sales tactic, guys, because that's what I thought. <laughs> it was the real deal, Holyfield. The realtor a supervisor heard me sort of going uh, back and forth with our real estate representative. Not It wasn't our agent, it was the person that represented the builder. And her supervisor came out and said, oh, how about such and such house? Because it just fallen through. Someone else signed for it, but their loan had fallen through. We got a better house, a bigger house that was already in the process of being built because someone else had, you know, picked out some of the specs and things like that. And there was a beautiful lake in front of it. And it's on a quiet street, you know, and I, when I saw it, I got goosebumps and all of the things. So why do I say that? Like, I'm not, I'm saying that I'm so happy with the decision, you know, now that there's a room on the top that's a bonus room and I'm actually it was placed in my spirit to I'm going to be making like basically a creation room a room in which I create I write I podcast I interview because we have an extra bonus room if I were picking the house from the beginning would not have had the bonus room but God knows what he's doing and I was just thinking all today I'm so grateful that I created in my mind, it happened. Then I spoke it, right? I said, the house we're going to have is going to have either a lake in the front, a lake in the back. And then the universe, God aligned it so that it happened, even when it looked like it was un- impossible. Now, if I had stinking thinking, and also if I wasn't intentional and in line with what I wanted, what I thought, what I said, I would not, I would probably still be in the same community, but not where we are. And I oftentimes get people saying, 
Oh, how'd you guys get that property? You're so lucky. Luck had nothing to do with it. <laughs> now I'm going to go over some, some things in which I want you guys to pay attention to. I'm going to teach you on the difference between creation and consumption. And let's just get right into it. Now, a huge thing that I want you guys to think about and be intentional with moving forward is the quality of your learning will determine the success of your business, your relationships, and how big, fat, juicy your bank account is. The quality of your learning. I'm not talking about formal education. Formal education will get you a living. Self-education will make you a millionaire. Will change the trajectory of your bloodline. Most people spend most of their money and time on consumption and buffering and not learning. That is why most people are broke. We are living in a time where it's just consumption, internet, social media, food, TV, Hulu. And consumption in and of itself is not bad. Consuming to the detriment of creation and using consumption as a way to buffer and not have to adult and make decisions with your prefrontal cortex and create your life is literally depressing and literally the cause of being depressed and unfulfilled and all of the things. So the nugget that I want you guys to take from this concept is that you have to engage in self-education through books, through podcasts, through, through therapists, through life coach, through online schools. You just have to. The most successful people, the greats, the unicorns, the goats are dedicated to lifelong learning, point blank, period. If you know me, you know I'm obsessed with the tools and tricks to help unicorn entrepreneurs level up their businesses. Now to increase revenue, add more zeros to your bank account, it's necessary to create, nurture, and convert the tribe. I've used several email service providers and I've discovered that ConvertKit is the best by far. They're flexible, easy to use, and they have amazing customer service. That's not all. ConvertKit makes it super easy to give out opt-ins or lead magnets. You can also add multiple lead magnets and forms to the same list, which is awesome. ConvertKit also makes it super easy to automate emails to your tribe. Want to sign up and support this podcast? Great. Go to the show description and double-click the relevant link. Now back to the show. Now, the next point I want to talk about that I want you to pay attention to, journal on, think about is you must become the best version of yourself in order to attract all the accoutrement of success. Okay, so let's put it this way. <laughs> I have a girlfriend who is out there dating in these streets, dating, and she 
told me her life. She's having some difficulty and, you know, we're talking about it and she wants someone who is kind, sweet, intelligent, emotionally intelligent, financially secure, six, makes over six figures, got six pack and no kids and faithful and, 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 child, mm -hmm. she wants all and she deserves it. And it's possible to get most of what you want. I don't know about all about, but here's the thing. I was trying to be a good friend and I was just telling her like, do you believe you have those things? Oh yeah, I'm that friend. Cause I'm gonna keep it real with you because this particular friend isn't happy in her career. This particular friend isn't in the shape she wants to be in. This particular friend has some things, you know, some things. She has some great things going, but her list was basically like the ideal man. And my suggestion to her was either to edit her list to be a little bit more average or atypical of what is out there or for her to up-level herself and become a unicorn. And that is just what it is, right? So that's, I just used the dating analogy, but this is true in many ways. So if you want to be, so most likely a man who is, you know, good looking, emotionally whole, a Christian, fine, good looking, hot, whatever, and has all of these things that most women want, they're in high demand, right? Just like, you know, if you want to go to the, you know, top school, you want to get that top paying job, you're talking about like a top one to 5% scenario. And yes, I do believe all things are possible. She can definitely get that person. She will get that person, but you have to make sure that you qualify for what you want. So let's flip it to the business arena. If you want to be a millionaire, if you want to own a million dollar business, you have to ask yourself, do you have a millionaire's mindset? Average millionaire reads 12 non-fictional books a year. Where are you on that spectrum? <laughs> Just asking. Just asking. So you have to up-level. You know what I mean? It's possible. And by the way, that friend is killing it. She is killing it with self-improvement and moving towards her passion and starting a fitness journey. So I think that she's going to increase the quality of candidates and be more happy with whomever she ultimately, you know, uh, ends up with because she is investing her time and energy becoming that top one to 5% herself. And the same thing, if you want to be in the top 5% of earners, I, I looked at a statistic the other day, like only like 10% of people, it was actually less, but let's just say 10 for the sake of this podcast, I think it was like five, make six figures and more. So if you want to be a millionaire, if you want to be in the top one, two, three percent of whatever category, your thinking has to be in the top one to three percent. Your discipline has to be in the top three, one to three percent. Your 
So that, but you know, here's the thing that might sound like arduous, but it's not because most people are over consuming TV, food, and buffering with sex, drugs, and rock, whatever it is, right? And as a result, they're not engaging in self-improvement. So I think that just becoming a lifelong student and reading books and taking seminars and getting life coaches and and being committed to that and not only consumption of new information, but implementation and execution of it. That's already gonna put you all the way up at 20%, just even kind of doing, you know, sort of doing those things. I mean, those things, you know, once or twice a week. But if you start to really make that a part of your routine, it's going to be easy for you to be head and shoulders of what is average. Now, the next concept I want to talk about is every day. I just sort of talked about every day you have to make a conscious decision to improve yourself physically, mentally, spiritually. If you are unhappy in any of these areas, like you don't like the way you look, you hate your job, your business is drowning you. My question to you is what are you doing? What's one thing you're doing on a daily basis to improve in each of those areas? Are you being intentional? Do you have a to-do list? Are you waking up and organizing your day and executing accordingly? Or are you just kind of just walking around and reacting to life? If you're reacting, you're consuming, you're not intentional, you're not present. Remember when I told you guys that I made a bad, I made a decision and ended up being not a good decision. And my therapist wanted me to go back to when I made that decision and what was going on in my life. What were my habits? What was going on? What was my emotional? And it was just a time in my life where I was in consumption, default, buffering, not present with myself emotionally, not intentional about my day, not intentional about some of my decisions. And as a result, I made a horrible decision. <laughs> I, I just kind of like oh, stumbled into when you hear people use that verbiage, oh, I just kind of happened. That means they're not. <laughs> that means they're not being intentional, making a decision, not clear on who they are and whose they are. And when you're not clear, when you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. When you're not intentional, you end up taking a job that, that doesn't even pay your bills, that you hate. If you were intentional and present with yourself, you say, well, my bills are $3,000 a month. This job only pays me $2,200 a month. This job doesn't even serve the purpose of having a job, which is to pay your basic needs. You wouldn't even make that bad decision. <laughs> I am begging you guys, I am praying for all you guys that you are going to start being intentional because the time we have is finite. And the, the saddest thing is just seeing everybody like a string in the wind, just blowing. So if the wind goes west, you're going west. If it goes uh, east, you're going east. But instead of being intentional and in you choosing where you're going, 
and you designing the life. So now when I wake up in the morning and I have my coffee and I go right outside and I sit in my little chair, a little rocking chair and I drink and I watch the water and I meditate, that was intentional. There was not luck in that. You know, a couple of my neighbors, I was like uh, jogging. Oh, you're so lucky you got that lot. No, 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 sweetheart. No, 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 snookums. <laughs> it was not luck. It was hard work and grit and intentionality. You do not get what you deserve in this life. You get what you negotiate. You do not get what you deserve in this life or what you think you deserve. It's what you negotiate and you negotiate based on thoughts that you have in your head and how much you value yourself. Do you even value yourself to be intentional about how you spend your time? Time is the most valuable commodity we have. So if you're not being intentional about your time, that says a lot about your self-esteem. We need to pick that thing up off the ground, honey. I've been there. I'm talking from experience <laughs> and I've, I've pulled myself out of it and I'm like, whew, I'm not going to go back and I'm going to take all my unicorn friends with me. Let's go. Now, some of the ways that you can be more, you know, happy with the, your physical, your mental, your spiritual health, and this all goes into being a business owner, guys, is journaling doing a to-do list the night before, leaning into discomfort and understanding that this discomfort is what you're, this discomfort is going to equal the big fat juicy life that you want and your future self is going to be so happy. Guys, I've been like, I told you guys about my weight loss journey and it's been, I can't look at my, my fitness pal, but it's been like two months and I'm down 21 pounds. I have 20, 30, maybe even 40 more to go to get to my fighting weight. And when I call my fighting weight, it's that weight where I feel good. I feel like I look good naked. And I, again, lost touch with myself. I began to buffer with food. I was not intentional about, and then I was just complaining about not looking cute in any dresses and walking around with yoga pants. Can I get an amen <laughs> if you identify? And I was like, no, I have to be intentional. This is my body. And it's really from a health standpoint going into a season in life where I'm wanting to have a children and I'm going to have to gain weight to do that. And I'm like, I'm not trying to have a heart attack, stroke, diabetes, or anything. At, you know, I'm 35 now, between now and whenever. I was like, I'm going to be intentional about my health. I matter. And not only that, I have full, four full-time team members, two part-time team members, so six team members altogether that I have to be responsible. I have to be a good steward. I, I think about this even deeper and I'm like, oh, you know, also when God does bless me with a child or children, I'm going to be an older mom. And I don't want to be a mom that burdens my children by having bad health and perhaps leaving this world prematurely because I'd rather just watch TV, eat bonbons and not be intentional about my health. So what have I done? I have been intentional. I keep a food journal. I do intermittent fasting. I cut out sugar 
and flour. I do eat carbs like rice and, uh, you know, starchy vegetables and stuff like that. And I work out five, six days a week and, and it's been working for me. And I now intentional about it. I did not feel like working out today, guys. And I usually don't feel like it, but I always feel amazing after. And today when I was trying on a whole bunch of stuff in my closet, cause I'm doing like a haul of like throwing things that haven't worn in a long time out. I was surprised when a lot of things that couldn't fit a couple months ago now fit. It wasn't a mistake. You know, that woman you see with the six pack and the two piece, that is very intentional. It, it's, not, it's not an accident. And so you just have to get real intentional about what quality of life, what do you value and go after it, get after it. So like the last thing I want to talk about, guys, is I want to empower you guys to live in creation. We talk a lot about the buffering and the consumption and not being intentional. Now I want to spend, I want to close on being in the flow of creation. Creation is a divine act that will transform your life. Creation is a divine act that will transform your life. Let me say it a third time. Creation is a divine act that will transform your life and transcend your, your understanding it really well. God is the ultimate creator. In Genesis, God created the universe using his words. What words are you using to breathe life into your life, what affirmations. Let's stick with the weight thing. Where everybody in my family's big bone. I have no problem pulling the man the way I look or you know whatever these things people want to tell themselves. It's an excuse from the pizza house alive. Well, my metabolism is just slow. Jumpstart that thing. <laughs> I had all the excuses, guys, and it's it just foolishness. What are you speaking into existence? Like for me, all I speak about is legacy. I speak about, I speak about owning multiple properties. I speak about putting my nephew and my cousin through law school, paying cash for it. I speak about paying for my nephew's private school, her brand new nephew. And I have beautiful nieces. Auntie loves all of you guys but they're older. And I speak it into existence. I spoke having a lake house, being near water. I was, everyone's trying to talk me out of it. You're not going to talk me out of it. <laughs> you're not going to talk me out of creating my big fat juicy life. That's what you're not going to do. What are you speaking into existence? What are you touching and agreeing with? A lot of us have this, these nasty negative thoughts and those nasty negative thoughts come out in our words and then our lives are depleted and sad. So I wanna empower you to change, to be intentional about having better thoughts, having thoughts of you being a six-figure, seven-figure business owner, get specific with it, journal with it, have thoughts about you being at your fighting weight, okay? Uh, 
visualize yourself in that two piece. Visualize yourself just feeling happy and whole. The people out here who are feeling anxious and depressed. Operating gratitude. You know, so you don't want to necessarily hit all the areas. Ideally, you would be working on all areas a little bit. So it doesn't have to be this big thing. So that could look like a 15 minute walk at your lunch hour. That could look like journaling and meditation and all of it could equal up to maybe 45 minutes a day. Just cut off one of your uh, marathon, you know, Netflix. Just watch two shows instead of three, <laughs> you know, and up-level your life. Be intentional with your thoughts. Speak the things you want into existence and then execute accordingly. That's today's episode. So next time, let's go get a unicorn. Want to be a part of a community of amazing women unicorns crushing it in life and business? Then head over to our private Facebook community, The Unicorn Entrepreneur. It's free and fabulous. The benefits are plentiful. Community of forward-thinking women, access to me. And if you're enjoying the conversations we're having here on the podcast, we continue some of those conversations and we deep dive. We look forward to serving you. Let's go get them, unicorns. Unicorns.